I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm coming to you right now all dolled up for my photo shoot. Um, I also wanted to give you guys some not so great news. So again, I shared this on my Instagram, but we got test results for me and the baby regarding gestational diabetes and nothing serious as of right now, but um, I'm going to have to take a much more in-depth test in the coming days and just coupled with my gastroparesis um I just like I always like to keep you guys posted in case my health ends up impacting my ability to produce the show that way it's not out of the blue for you guys so I'm going to have to do this three to four hour test this week which will likely be hard on my system So I just wanted you guys to have a heads up because I did a one hour version of it just recently and it was it was really tough on me and I'm still kind of recovering from it a little bit. But thank you guys so much for being here and hanging in there with me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys coming here for your news and you can rest assured that I will be producing this show as long as it is humanly possible for me. Also, as a quick reminder for you guys, President Zelensky of Ukraine will be addressing the U.S. Congress virtually at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time today. So if you can tune into that, it should be pretty easy to find a live stream online on most major news outlets websites. That said, If you're listening to this after the fact or you're not able to watch or you're just a little exhausted from all the news right now, we will, of course, be listening for you and breaking it down tomorrow on the news du jour. So you won't miss it. We can give you a little summary of how it went down and some key takeaways, of course, but it's bound to be a moving moment with this inspirational leader. And of course, the speech is a big deal. So if you have time to tune in, highly encourage it. It's probably the type of thing you could have running in the background while you're doing other work um, or cleaning or whatever it is you're doing with your time. So uh, just wanted to encourage you guys to tune into that as well. And first up for today, a Fox News cameraman is killed in Ukraine. So yes, this is actually a different guy than who we reported on yesterday having been injured. But a Fox News cameraman by the name of Pierre Zakruski, age 55, was killed in Ukraine again outside of Kiev. He was an experienced war zone correspondent who had covered stories from Syria to Afghanistan to Iraq, and he had been working in Ukraine since February. 
He was killed when a car that he was traveling in was struck by incoming Russian fire. Fox News said that he wore many hats from photographer to engineer to editing and producing. He was known and beloved throughout the media industry, especially to those who were doing sort of foreign correspondence stories. He leaves behind a family in London. Now that this is the second Fox News journalist to be hurt and a third American journalist to be hurt, there may be additional precautions put in place for journalists who are working in Ukraine. It's also a reminder to all of us what a luxury it is to be getting the facts safely in our homes, all because a journalist on the other side of the world is putting their life on the line to help get the truth out. God bless them for doing such dangerous but important work. So next up for today, Biden heads to Europe. So yesterday we touched on the idea that we might see Biden head to Europe if things heat up further with China. And yesterday Biden announced that he would be heading to Brussels my former hometown, for a meeting with NATO on March 24th. And this won't be a chill meeting like most of them, you guys. This meeting is set to be very serious in tone. As the war is going to be the sole focus and addressing what has happened, as well as best next steps is what's on the agenda. The press secretary, Jen Psaki, was pressed for more details on these meetings, but declined to answer. So right now, we mostly just know that NATO will be meeting on the 24th with all 30 countries in attendance, trying to troubleshoot this conflict. Let's pray for solutions, you guys, and I will keep you posted. Next up, Russia seems to have stalled out a bit. So evidence is growing that Russia's advance has stalled out across multiple fronts. It's not clear right now exactly what is responsible for this, but likely a number of factors from low morale to lack of resources. And the Ukrainian forces are giving up a tough fight as well, especially around Kyiv. But this is definitely a positive sign for peace talks because it means that Russia might be a little bit more willing to negotiate should the war efforts not be going the way they want them to. And next up, a Russian protester crashes the news. So you guys may have seen pictures or videos of this online already, but an anti-war protester in Russia busted into a live news broadcast with a sign reading no war in big letters and then Russian lettering below it. The reporter seemed (laughs) unaware that this woman with a big sign was behind her and she just kind of continued to report on the news kind of funny in that sense the station itself was actually the state sponsored news outlet so like kind of the government's propaganda machine if that makes sense like imagine if the U.S. government had its own news station like can you guys even like I can't even imagine that to be so ridiculous 
the woman with the sign actually got in though because I was wondering like how did this woman like make it onto the news with this like big old sign like how did she get in there but she actually got in because she was working for them and she said that she is now deeply ashamed of her role for working with the Kremlin and helping to spread their lies for her career. The video went viral online and as predicted, the woman was arrested and detained. But not much more is currently known about her condition, but she is brave, y'all. And that's all I can say about it. Next up, Zelensky appeals directly to Russian troops. Could he use these moving orations to stop this war? So President Zelensky, being the brilliant orator that he is, spoke to Russians directly yesterday in their own language. He appealed to Russian soldiers and citizens, asking the soldiers to stop fighting, to lay down their arms and surrender. He said they would be treated like human beings, as they should be if they were to lay down their arms. He also asked citizens of Russia to step up on their behalf. He praised the bravery of the woman we just talked about who burst into the news broadcast. The truth is, the truth will always come out. And the Russians are working to, you know, suppress the truth. But the Russians who are working against that are very brave. And they may be the key in turning the tide in this conflict. And last step for today, Ukrainian radar have had a hard time intercepting Russian missiles, and now we may know why. Russian troops have been using this special type of missile that's packed with electronics that produce so many radio signals that they essentially jam up enemy radar technology trying to detect heat-seeking missiles. Basically, this would also serve as a kind of decoy for other missiles as well. So just to kind of break down what that means, like this missile coming in from Russia, from Russian troops, sends out so many signals that these specialized radars to try and detect that, oh, there's a missile coming in to Ukraine, the radio signals are jamming that technology up so that they can't detect these missiles coming in. So this is making it really dangerous. And uh, basically, it makes it hard for Ukraine to detect the use of weapons and thereby be able to warn people to take cover. These particular instruments are being used with short-range launchers, which are able to shoot up to about 200 miles away. When they were first being used, these bombs had explosive experts from all over the world really scratching their heads. They're like, what are these things when they would see pictures, you know, people in Great Britain and the U.S., like people who are expert at this and who study bombs for a living were like, what are these things? And initially, they mistakenly took them for a type of like cluster bomb that would like break off into a bunch of mini bombs. But once they realized they were not cluster bombs, the mystery continued uh, until they could be studied a bit further. And they are, in fact, a new type of munition. But once studied, experts are very confident that there are workarounds to help detect them coming in. 
let's hope they can figure out those workarounds fast so that we can keep Ukraine safe. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, history doesn't change the past, but it can change the future. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.